Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about crushes with the hilarious comedian DJ Mausner. We're going to be talking about where they come from, how they affect your body physiologically, and also some of our favorite crushes right now, our crushes of the past, and it's a lot about a beating heart. Oh, what did we learn this week? I was rereading a book that I loved called Inconspicuous Consumption, going through all the highlighted parts, and I found something that I really... I you had time to reread a book this year? Mitch, I'm like, how? Like, I am so bored. Like, I'm like, how are you? You're really good. You have You're Australian right. I Survivor. I have, I, yeah, I don't have the mental capacity to read lately. So I'm sorry for interrupting. so freaking bored. I'm like, of course I can reread this year. I'm just staring at walls. I'm like, I might as well put some letters in front of it. Anyways, it's about expiry dates and how they're not regulated and let's focus on America because it's different per country, per province, for example, in Canada. But I'm going to focus on America. That's where most of our listeners are. Um, it's not regulated as a whole. So when you see on the packaging like packed by or sell by or any of those dates, it, it's um, it, there's no regulating body to say whether or not that matters. Essentially, you can... No, it's really important that you don't necessarily you can use them as like guidance but it's not a be all end all a lot of people look at that and they go oh, oh it's past today and they throw it out it doesn't it has nothing to do with microbial growth or mm. any sort of health thing so for example in new york there's no label regulation in new hampshire the sell-by date is required on milk but not on cream like Oops. yeah there's all these interesting like just as, like weird quirks of who knows why this became this way yeah there's just laws put in place like um, years ago, and there's not a regulating body, especially let, let's think of America for the whole country to right. understand what these numbers actually mean. And so refed is an anti-food waste program. And they estimate, estimate that by standardizing date labels, you'd prevent 400,000 tons of food per year from going to landfills. Whoa. 70s Just by finding like one system that accurately or at least like consistently measures. Yeah, because I think I fall for it. I look. Oh, and true. I think, yeah, you you go. It's in your head, and then you go like, I think maybe the milk yeah. does smell. Yeah, bad yeah. Or you're like, you're right? all of a sudden, this the, the the healthy hummus you got that tasted weird to begin with. Uh, yeah, you're like, oh, <laughs> it tastes a lot about where. Yeah, it's definitely half mental, and you're so, like, I don't see anything, but I can smell a bit of sour. It's important that you like you see packed by, you see like sell by, and mm -hmm. you know these aren't be all end alls because mm -hmm. it'll help you with your food waste. But I get why it's like an interesting thing to say. I don't want to be like all of a sudden they're like, <laughs> like side note, Nasab Science like gave me food poisoning. Oh, <laughs> like yeah, it's you like, should yeah. be follow like don't follow us, but 
a good rule of thumb generally, test. though, is the smell and, yeah. and the visual test. Yeah. And for the most part, if you follow that, like, of course, because, because think of even your fridge temperature. If you put something in the freezer, it's going to last way longer. If you put something in the fridge, you could have a variety of different fridges at different coldness. So, or which part of your fridge the And there's item those weird, like, buttons that's like, like, <laughs> like or different always, drawers like, where you're fresh, like, like which, it? what yeah. does this drawer even mean? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> like, we have two pull out drawers and they say things, and I'm just like, I guess the vegetables are going in there, but is that good for them? You know, when you go to like rich people's houses and they have those huge fridges and you open and there's like all these different compartments. I'm like, this can't be necessary. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. we're just trying to keep the temperature down. I'm like, I have no idea. And it's like, this is probably, there's no way this little shelf Such has like marketing. completely different air than the other one. Like maybe it does, but I can't see why that. Also 70%, sorry, 76% of Americans say they throw away less food than average. Isn't that mm. funny? It's well, like, also the majority mean. of people think they're smarter than average, which both of those things are just physically impossible okay but hun i am i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> that might be interesting and that might be a tear down for others but like i am <laughs> um anyways i just i this i remember this kind of changed my life when i read it i now really when i like i try to not waste food and i only really tried to throw things out if there's like black and mold mm -hmm. and like you know putting something that doesn't smells yeah if something doesn't look like say you have a vegetable or something in a bag and it says like this happens a lot with me for carrots. It's like the it's ex past the expiry date, but it's like a it's a hearty carrot. You know right. what I mean? I look at it, I'm like, it's and at fine. worst, it's just dry. It's yeah, not yeah. Really Put it in a salad. <laughs> cover it in mayonnaise. So I was like mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. Mayonnaise is your friend. Just it cover really, it. Really, I think at the end of the day, it is truly. It may be best before, but not bad after. Yeah. Oh, you know I mean? put it on a t-shirt. Do we have merch? <laughs> we don't. I'm best before my coffee, but I'm bad boy after. Okay, <laughs> that was not okay. We should we should get back to learning things. Study time. Study time. Study time. Hey, DJ Mausner, how are you? Welcome to the pod. <laughs> so cute. I'm so happy to be here. It's Aww. so funny to say hi to someone when you've just had like an actual introduction. Like we were just talking off the pod together and then we're like, hi, nice to see you. Like, isn't that so funny? <laughs> it's fun to put on airs, you know, to do exactly. our little skits. <laughs> it's, and it's for everyone listening. So but it's still V much a COVID introduction. Like you are a screen and just in case people <laughs> <Yes>. are wondering. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm sitting in between you two and I'm just sort of have my tongue pressed to each of you as I'm talking mm -hmm. to you. Yes. you know, <laughs> and we're just la, 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 back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah we're editing out the la 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 sound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Side note podcast is a super spreader event. Okay. Oh my gosh. So wait, you and Greg know each other through the comedy scene, right? Yes. So here's the thing is like I feel like I met you and I was like, oh my God, Greg is so funny. And then I was like, follow that. It's so, oh my God, what the fuck? Just like seeing all the followers and like ASAP science. And I was like, because I'm a fucking dumb dumb idiot i know nothing <laughs> about science i'm stupid i'm stupid i'm inherently stupid and all through school i was like science who is she i'll never meet her you know so that's why i didn't know about any of the actual important shit you do all i knew was that we are stupid idiots that sometimes run into uh, each other in the comedy scene yes true dj is so funny such an incredible comedian who i like love to watch and just like respect so much and i'm in awe of you all the time but oh, one up. thing, it's funny when you're saying, like, <laughs> like, don't know science, but you do this thing, and I recently watched you, which made you want to come on the podcast, where you were the ghost of Rosalind Franklin, <laughs> and you've done the ghost of Marie Curie, and it is yes. so funny. And, like, to be honest, like, I really want in the future for you to come on to the Side Note podcast as the ghost of Rosalind Franklin, yes. but we thought we would just, like, start, like, <laughs> I think it might be a lot for our audience to be like, wait, what is happening to be, like, full improv? <laughs> 
<laughs> moat, but it's going to happen. But you had to learn science for that. You talk all about Rosalind Franklin, Watson and Crick, yes. evil Watson and Crick. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Watson and Crick going to get a big stick over the head is what I always say. I've never said that. I've famous, never famous said phrase. that. Not even once. Um, I've never said that. Um, yes. I love to do That's That's part of denatured lexagrams, like satirical science, um, uh, blog and yeah she's had me on a couple shows it's so much fun see it's not that like I always found that I love learning but I was very bad at like sitting still in the classroom so I feel like uh, I missed out on stuff unless I had like really good teachers who were like trying to be accessible so um, I love doing the uh, Marie Curie and Rosalind Franklin because I will research it you know for multiple days to be like I know who I'm playing I'm not doing like some fucking Daniel Day Lewis shit where I'm like coming <laughs> in like as them not to like imply I'm like doing something important you're fully like uh what do you call when people are like in character <laughs> method for acting. Method yeah. Acting. yeah i'm floating around my house yeah I'm like, but, you, but you do an Adele you get Adele yeah as a Rosalind yeah. so as Rosalind Franklin I just sort of throw this around she's from England right she's, that's where she grew up yeah I love, I love coal <laughs> yeah just yeah like, she loves coal that was like really a big part of it the porosity of coal yeah just doing just being a fucking idiot basically um just combining my two things that i like to do reading and acting like a total dumbass in public uh is really really fun for those characters and yes of course i totally i would love to do that on a future pod i totally get why you're like we're sort of um doing like a soft intro <laughs> well, <laughs> everybody yeah. Yeah. but we could because do an episode on rosalind franklin yeah bring the information and just and just like mirror it to you people will learn perfect writing it down the journal licking my quill or writing it in my notebook <laughs> Wow, you're just like tongue. Rosalind Franklin, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we ask people to give us um, ideas for the podcast. And DJ, you came in with some high intellectual ones. And we said, nope, nope, nope. And your last one was crushes. And we said, <laughs> we like, yep, that's, that's the, the one. one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have a friend who did a degree in math. And we were talking about the, um, I'm going to get this wrong, the uh, millennium theorems, those math equations that if you solve them, whatever, it's good job. You get a million dollars or something. Well, my eyes just and, like cross-eyed. <laughs> yeah, he is so smart. His name's Kevin Shustak. Absolutely hilarious. Also a comedian. Wow. And um, we were talking about that And then we got into this whole conversation of like is time real Like what mm. is the past Is the past real like all those things that you know People who know about science have been thinking about for forever It's just new to me because I'm like I'm seeing this For the first time you know I'm like this is amazing <laughs> um, And so I'm like sending you those I'm like time real numbers <laughs> real <laughs> Me real And then I was like and a crush And you were like crush so excited no, I mean, Math is so not And like time too. like isn't real Like yeah, we true. could like, we, like, like, we could we... go there But it's yeah. existential dread As someone who is afraid of dying And everything you know Ending and becoming a gray malaise Like I, I, yes. uh, let's go to crushes Yeah crushes <laughs> yeah, felt exactly. nice felt Yeah like very good, different ends of the spectrum <laughs> yeah. We'll save that for when, we're, when we have a vaccine And we're back to partying And then we can talk <laughs> yeah. about time Yeah we'll be in the club Talking about how Past, present, and future All a construct we are all already dead. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> but actually. So curious, curious. This is me sneaky sneaking up to you. Curious about the crushes. You got a crush? What, what prompted? You got a crush? <laughs> Okay, so um, I love talking about crushes. I feel like this like, seed was planted by our wonderful friend, Celeste Yim. Oh, they love. love talking about crushes. They are so, like, um, they. I think they did, uh, like, a faux PowerPointy type thing on crushes at Union Hall or whatever. Oh my and god. We've talked about it with them so I was like, okay, crushes feel like it feels like such a rich topic. I don't have like a big 
crush right now, if I'm being honest. And that sucks. That sucks. Because it's so fun to have a huge crush and to be like, I want to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like so fun. I have like all these like mini crushes and some of them I'm like, do I just really admire this person? It's hard when you're gay or when you date every, I date people of all genders because I'm just like, do I want to kiss you or do I want to be you? You know, oh it's like God. that weird. <laughs> okay, so okay, so let's get like, I can already start talking about my study. Like interesting things because like crushes like the way that I was reading, this is called the ethnopharmacology of love. So it's all about how Whoa. I know big words. Talk about time. The ethnopharmacology of love. Scrabble kingpin. <laughs> My study's like, and dopamine is really good. <laughs> well, okay, we have a video called the Science of Love, and we do say in it, and it's like something everyone loves to say, which is that your brain, when you're infatuated or have a crush. Or in love is similar to being on cocaine. <laughs> oh my god! Well, yes, I make yeah, horrible exactly. decisions during both. So yes. yes, exactly. And it's like the threshold of your neurons is lowered, so it's like you actually feel happier. Like in general, it's like being on cocaine all the time. It's actually probably a healthier version of cocaine. There's less of a down. <laughs> yeah, live, laugh, snort, babe. <laughs> But it is like there's two types of crushes. There's sort of like a sexual attraction, which is like the evolutionary like drive to want to have sex with someone. And then there's the other type of crush, which is more about trying like the pro-social trying to raise a child with that person. And that's more of like the love angle. So like I know you're saying like, do I want to be them? But it is there are sort of two types of crushes. Like when you lust for like a dumbass, you know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. you're just like, I want to like oh get God, yes. like you just like flood the gates for this like hot man. And then they open their <laughs> mouth. You're like, I would still have sex with you. But <laughs> yeah. like shut up. But then there's the other where it's like, wait, why do I like, you know, maybe that I want to be you. There's like there's two separate sort of types of crushes. Yes. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. I feel like I lean more towards the social one, like in general, because I like talk to my friends. I have some friends who are like super sexually active and they're like, I'm going to fuck or I'm going to die. Oh, wait, sorry. Can I swear? Is that okay? Yeah, go over it. Okay, okay. They're just Uh, evolutionary (laughs) in tune to what they're meant to do here on the planet. Exactly. Like, I'm like, I, I feel like I've only had that feeling. And, you know, then it becomes the whole like, uh, oh, am I like a romantic grace? You know, like all those kinds of like. Uh, sexualities which like I feel those labels can be very helpful to some people for me I that starts getting me more confused or more frustrated (laughs) totally cool for other people we'll totally respect that for other people but for me not really my vibe um and I'm like oh why do I not but I've had it like four or five times and usually with the sexual crushes it's always like seeing a good set of hands Oh, I love a good set of hands. It's hands. But sorry, is that sexual crush or is that social crush? That's sexual. Yeah, it's okay. social crush. <laughs> I'm like gorgeous hands. Want to make a baby with like, those intellectual those hands. hands? Give me that. Like, pet my pet my child with them hands. Yeah, Rock literally. my baby. That's interesting. I do you find like is a hands. I for you? find hands so attractive. So I really want to get into like our celebrity crushes. But like I, I have really fallen out of a celebrity crush with Sean Mendez because he's he's it's like he is very much like the sexual aspect. Like he's just like six foot tall, like everything you should want, but like truly I'm like, there's a screw loose. Like you keep ju- Well, I mean, he's just singing about like gray trains or something. It's like so boring. Okay. Yes. But his hands are like oh huge. Gosh. And like I whenever they like I'm like oh I'm over Sean Mendez and then they'll cut to his hand like on a piano and it'll go from like 27 <laughs> keys across and I'll be like yes. holy and you're like posing to your screen you're like yes you're like please yes yes 
So hands, no, oh my hands God, totally. are a thing for me. Yeah, oh for sure. Yes. I don't know what it is. I've never, I think I'm maybe insecure because I kind of have small hands. So I'm like, hands don't matter. But you have <laughs> beautiful like, hands because you're a piano player. Yeah, but it's Playing also piano not... doesn't make your hands beautiful. I, in my head, you're working them out. You're like, you're like, you've jacked bicep hands. Yeah, you're like getting jacked in your fingertips. <laughs> I love. Um, but also, like, I, for me, it's not about size of hands. It's just like, like there's some like the hands look. that are objectively sexy. So yeah. don't. Look, I'm not going to shame those hands. Okay, fair. Okay, hands. if, You've got if it's more about on. the way, like the aesthetic, less like the size, then okay, I can get on the hand train. Because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I definitely feel that way about feet. Like feet would have. Okay. Like, no, like <laughs> I, I don't get particularly turned on my feet, but it's more like that's a barrier. Like someone can't have bad feet for me. Yes. I've had friends who are like, uh, teeth are really important to me. And for mm. me, like, I don't know if it's just like, so like, I mean, I um, I, I don't know if you could tell by the sound of my voice, but I am fat. <laughs> I don't really have a fat <laughs> voice. Um, but that I, I've always been fat and I love my fatness. Being fat fucking rules. Yeah. Um, except for society constantly trying to like kill you and make you feel horrible. Like oh, other than that, my. it's so amazing. Just those side it's things. so amazing. <laughs> just those kind of like small little things where society is like, I'm going to kill you. And if you're not dead, I'm going to at least make you feel like you wish you were. Um, but then other than that it's amazing so <laughs> I, to say like I feel like I grew up just being like okay this is my body and I'm constantly told my body is like yucky yucky you know thank you by like every piece of media but so for me when I'm like looking at someone I'm not like I don't know if it's an experience of growing up fat or whatever but it's like this this thing where I'm not like okay you need to be jacked you need to be this tall mm-hmm. you need to do but I you know if other people has a, have that whatever as long as they're not like they need to be white or like something <laughs> psycho and racist like that I'm like okay except for when people are like you need to be this amount of pounds I'm like yeah someone's personality is gonna be amazing if they're 110 babe you know like, yeah. that's the golden ratio for I always think that and, if someone's jacked it's a red flag it's like being Australian yeah. it's like you have to prove oh to me God, the poor that you're okay to this. no but it's serious you say it <laughs> every podcast. it's it's true it's like i meet an australian <laughs> yeah, i'm like you, you have it. to earn my respect because no historically things aren't going well for <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> literally yes like, the exact same way that i'm like you have to prove to me that like you because there's a thing about like feeling your body and if you like love the way you feel when you work out you should do that all the time you should always I'm, like you listen to your body feel amazing all those things but if you come in and you're like fucking like like fucking like ripped sleeves and you're like you know guitar sliding in with like a 20 pack i'm gonna be like are you a misogynist or not yeah straight yeah, up exactly. first question exactly. immediately exactly yes and it, um but yes yeah, so that's why i feel like my like my sexual crush thing is like i feel like most people's sexual crush is exactly what you're talking about where you're like oh that person is so fucking hot i want to mm-hmm. have sex with them even if they're so stupid and i hate them um I feel like mine is like uh, sometimes I'll be like that person's fine wow you know and it's not always hands but it's like <laughs> it's like something happens and I'm like yes please you know but otherwise it's the more social crush thing and I think it's because like I'm just like I'm just like let's make a family you know like yeah. I feel like it's just Me like too. in. It's, I mean again you cannot see my face maybe you'll look at my Instagram later being like who's this person who hates people with abs um, but <laughs> I look like a babysitter like I have like a round face and like dimples and I like look either like the Gerber baby or the babysitter that takes care of the Gerber baby but you're so and hot so- and you're so freaking cool so pro social like I don't know I feel like a lot of people are gonna want to have babies with you okay <laughs> yeah slide into the DMs uh, not if you're like into babies cause <laughs> their Yikes. hands are too small yeah their hands are way too small yeah that's my issue with people being attracted to Ew. Your baby's gross, those <laughs> hands. Ew. <laughs> He'll grow into them, hopefully. Well, okay, um, I was yes. just going to say, like, so part of the research I'd done, it kind of rides off the back of that, that they're, like, 
obviously love and crushes are so complex, but there was some research done at Rutgers University and they broke it down to three different categories. And each of these categories was associated with like specific hormones that go into your brain. So lust is specifically related to testosterone and estrogen. Uh, huh. which are both in both like men and women not conforming everything like b- both of those hormones trigger off when you're feeling lust in terms of attraction it's dopamine norepinephrine and serotonin and then attachment which is obviously not really related to crushes uh, is oxytocin and vasopressin so they have been able to kind of segment and say when we see someone's brain when they're lusting versus when they're attracted to someone and obviously those things can be intertwined at the same time but not necessarily there's like distinct hormone pathways which I thought was cool okay I have a question to relate to this so you know we're going through puberty 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 we're looking down we're like hairs so we're getting you know the testosterone the estrogen through our bodies who was the first or what was the first thing that you like lusted after once these hormones started taking over your neurons and brain? Because I think I know yours from feet. Oh my God, Meg. No, but this is more like a gay awakening and and it's like, I'm not even attracted to him anymore and he's a cartoon and it's Gaston's (laughs) foot. You know the toe out of the out of the sock? Like when he's singing like a little one bites like Gaston, he like puts his foot up in his little big toes sticking in. I remember like literally as a six year old. Yeah. (laughs) And I didn't quite understand, but like I've always had that moment as like sexual. Roughly the size of a barge and the hairy chest. His aesthetic and like I was not attracted to his No one's necks as incredibly thick as Gaston. I know. That was like really hard as a like gay little boy. You're like too young and you're just like holy fuck. Like it was just like scene after scene of like little boner, little boner. Like just like Mm -hmm. I'm gay. Like please, (laughs) I'm Yes. need some time to process that <laughs> yes so that's for um, me oh my god that's amazing okay first that's so that's such a good question because i feel like i've been asked like what my first like crush is but i've never been asked like what my first lust is <laughs> and i feel like literally okay there's three that are tied does that count yeah that yeah, are yeah. technically six so oh. all of the parents the parents in spy kids antonio banderas and carla guadagino oh the parents god. in the mummy brendan fraser oh and rachel wise oh that's so hot and um again <clears throat> in mask of zorro uh catherine zeta jones and antonio oh. banderas oh my god those so are good. so you would lust after like both and be like okay yes. that's who i want to be with and it makes me feel weird because it's not like it's not like i like i'm trying to like fuck my parents you know <laughs> like, fuck it, you know it's more just like these were like like hot like horny adults like in all of those movies there's like a <laughs> sexy scene even spy kids like they're like you know carla guadagino's like you're not gonna go on this mission without me are you and tony bandage was like hubba hubba and i'm like you know like i'm like watching this as a kid like drooling being like don't go without her you know like so into it so it was like that for me where i was like who are these sexy people i guess antonio banderas is like right at the center yeah i was gonna say antonio banderas is happening in a lot of those i love how you're probably like one day want to live out your fantasy of like sword cutting off some woman's clothes like that scene is wild and that is very sexy and as a kid it was like are we gonna say a like what's happening here i'm like i wish your hair was shorter you know yeah. Oh yeah, it falls. That's such an iconic scene. Yes, yes. So that was that. And my first just like regular regular crush was of course every young person's crush was Disney's Hercules cartoon version. Oh, Philatides voiced by Danny DeVito. No. Oh, <laughs> epitome of sexy. I have a real yes. A really good photo of Hercules animated online, just like bottoming with his big old butt up. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's really hot. That's, that's really yeah, please point. do. And I tweeted it as me 
praying to like praying to God whenever I panic and like hope like in case there's a heaven you know I'm just like uh, you know you're like, like, yes. like you know just in case like I know science and like physics and like time doesn't exist but like just in case not. Um, my first lust was honestly the tickle bitties on Pamela Anderson. Like yeah. I, Pamela Anderson was for sure my beard because I, I mean, I think you yeah, know, dude, queerness think it was is a, a spectrum, genuine but I genuinely had a lust for her. Like wow. I genuinely like watching Baywatch and like running. I was just like, here we go. Like it was like, okay, ignore Gaston, Greg. You can, <laughs> you can get through this. Like I, it is hypnotic no matter your sexuality. Yeah. To see and those I think so things. sexual and like Baywatch was just like, it was so sexual. And there's also something about like a full red bathing suit on a woman that is so hot and like, yeah. like it was like practical like she was strong and like going to save a <laughs> life was responsible. like it was responsible and I remember really leaning into that as like a, as a flaming kid being like but I love Pamela like whenever there was a dinner party being like oh, I love no. Pamela Anderson and like just like yes. trying so hard to like convince it's so me. weird I feel like I never this is when I'm like sometimes I'm like am I more gay than you because you've been with women <laughs> well tis a spectrum no fair yeah yeah but it, it just shocks me when I'm like oh you yeah you yeah, no, totally. I well, I feel yeah. like Pam Anderson was also like the model for what was taught to like young mm-hmm. cis dudes of like this is what sexy lady is. Yeah, it was big like blonde hair, and, massive teeth, yeah. uh, fucking enormous jugs, you know. And, <laughs> and then running. you're just like, that's sexy. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. yes. You I know, you, that's just like what you. Uh, uh, it consume We're you're just told. like uh-huh yeah. yeah and then if you like had a crush i feel like i talked about this on a podcast once with like mark little or something if you had a crush on like someone with brown hair you were like i'm different yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> the quirky vibe like for little white yes. kids i'm a little bit quirky yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly exactly oh so um okay so now okay well actually we're going to talk about some funny things so in 700 bc they thought that they called crushes like love sickness and <gasps> they thought so in this in this study they go the whole way it's uh, called, called a meta-analysis. So they go through a bunch of studies and they like synthesize them. They even use AI to search out words and then they like figure out the results of all these studies and they, then they give you like a big chunk of information. So they were going through historical texts and they found that in 700 BC, they thought lovesickness or a crush would enter like a disease through the eyes. So like you would like avoid <laughs> like eye contact it. to not get a crush because it was actually considered a disease. What? And, and it's only recently like within science that they took a crush and quote unquote love, love sickness out of being a actual disease because there is arguments from some psychologists that when you get a like big enough infatuation or a crush, there's a name for it. It's called loom, lumen. Oh God, it was something here, but it's like, it's when you become so obsessed that it can actually lead to like jealousy and like stalking mm. and like hurting of yourself and hurting of others. And like, they've decided that they don't think like, obviously don't think that it's a disease. <laughs> and in 129 AD, which is like, I guess like 800, years after they thought it was through eyes they were like no it's a buildup of black bile blood and semen within you that if that causes <laughs> that you, you to it? have oh, crushes that's what a crush is to me what have you yeah. guys been talking about you're like that's what <laughs> we're talking about sort right? of, we're talking about semen in the eyes <laughs> yes <laughs> this whole time we have been and then that is crazy yeah the last thing i'll say is like because it is can be 
kind of debilitating for some people. There have been arguments that with like therapy, like after three years, if people have such an infatuation or a crush that they can't get over, that there would like there is an argument that you would be prescribed SSRI, serotonin inhibitors, because serotonin is a big part of a crush to actually help mm. work people out of obsessive crushes. Wow. <laughs> I know. You know what? I think I believe that because it's also like <clears throat> I would like put under the uh, heading of love sickness like you know there are people who okay I don't know if this is actually real so maybe I'm just saying this I'm like <laughs> I'm acting like I have such authority I literally know nothing <laughs> no I'm worries, like, um, well a study I research. read yeah, yeah just making it up um that you know when s- older couples who have been together for forever when one of them passes away the other will pass away within like a month of mm-hmm. you know heartbreak or mm-hmm. love sickness kind of that it's like yeah these the, the these psychosomatic or psychological effects on your body like that are so real that I'm like Yes, I mean, and coupled with semen in the eye, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, Seriously. yeah <laughs> I could, I can believe that the actual there's actual. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Impacts of like love sickness and having your heart broken and stuff. It's called, but sorry, it, it's it, called limerence. Is an obsessive oh, romantic attraction to another person that includes obsessive thoughts, fantasies, and desire to form a relation that are damaging to your lifestyle. Limerence. So I can buy into that, but I'm just like, what are the things like how were people so stupid like, what when oh, they were like back in the day yeah and then oh like are God. there things that in like, when was this what that was there? 700 bc remember the plague oh they that is it was a long time ago yeah. the plague it's like it was a freaking flea people but they thought it was a demon but that one coming makes into their family more sense their when it actually was like a disease and they were like dying but oh you mean just like being so infatuated with yeah like, oh, and being like <laughs> it must be the semen running the just IV of semen on a fainting couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my crush. Like I just, yes. I'm like, how do, there must be things that in like 2,000 more years, people are going to look at us and be like, they were so dumb. Oh, but if, if totally. You, if you didn't know like about your vast deference and how your testicles yeah. worked and you were shooting out gooby white things, you'd be like, <laughs> oh, it's the disease. It's the like pus. It's the but demon. Sure, obviously, yeah. people were shooting out gooby white things like to have babies since the dawn of humanity. Yeah, and then their parents were like that's the demon in you you know what i mean yeah, like, i don't yeah. know i just like yes a wet ass pussy was in fact a sign of satan <laughs> no waps allowed no totally i love what you said about like um avoiding eye contact to avoid it that's like the original debbie ryan like bangs yeah, 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 yeah. i'm protecting I'm, myself i'm shy oh, yeah, yeah i'm shy you know to look away <laughs> Because um, I guess it's like a natural human, or again, I'm just making really broad assumptions here, but like a, a, a natural 
human reaction to when you're like nervous or anxious or whatever to look away. Yeah. That it's like, mm-hmm. oh, then to attribute that to like, oh, well, it's like God in your soul trying to keep you from like avoiding the yeah. demon or whatever. I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah. It's like finding excuses after you know there's a behavior mm-hmm. and then humans are like, oh, we have well, to be able to explain that. Yes, and I will say um, I wish that I had avoided eye contact for some of my crushes, so, you know, to not let the demon in. You're like, they were right. (laughs) Yeah, they were fucking right. (laughs) Um, So, okay, we went through some lustful crushes. Do you guys have, like, what was your early or an early memory of, like, a true crush that was Mm. more than just lust, like, you just loved this person or wanted to be them? Like, reading about some of these... Um, you know, norepinephrine, dopamine, like increased heart rate. And like, even when we got to limerence and stalking, like I had such, like, I'm like, I really hope this person doesn't listen to this. But I had, but like people who like went to my high school know who this is because he was hot. Um, and he was like edgy. Like he like listened to indie music, but was like also a jock. Um, but his name was Max and his last name was George's, but I called him Max Gorgeous. You don't have to say his full name. Well, girl, it's not, what I imagine listening to a podcast where all someone said was that you had a crush on them. It's like, Fair. Like seriously, like enjoy this. I guy. hope that happens to all of us. <laughs> exactly, no, that would be my moment. honest dream. Right. I would listen to it every morning and then start my day. <laughs> but I had such a big crush on him, and I remember like he liked like good music, and I liked good music, and I just remember I was like made a CD for him, and I remember my heart like sweating, like my heart beating, like just being like, oh my god, like because it was like weird, like I, like he was he's not gay, like. I was just like, and he was obviously like, this guy's cool and fun, but I'm just like, oh my God, I'm in love with this person. <laughs> and I remember I like would walk with my friend. I would be like, why don't we just go down this street and like walk in front of his house. And one day, like I like, he like came outside and I, I think I gave him the CD. Like it was so crazy. Like it was like, it was like serendipity. I was like, oh my, is there, uh, there's a CD in my bag. For you. <laughs> like it was just like on. crazy. <laughs> and then he made me a CD while I was at camp and mailed me the CD at camp and like okay. that is when I no I'm like no, no I was really he's no, gay. Now, now, yeah. now if he's listening he's like it's he's everything like, no, stop, has stop, changed stop. he's like no 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 no. Yeah. no I think he was like a good person at You're that like, point I think I'd, I I think I'd come out and I think he was being like nice because I think people were like people like had to cho- I was like the only gay kid in my high school and when I came out people had to choose sides I think he was trying to be like I'm on the right side of history but <laughs> When I got that CD, oh, the physiological response. Like, no I God. could, like, I felt like I felt like I was in a barf. <laughs> like, all of these norepinephrine, dopamine, like, things were firing and I'd lost control of my body. I was like, oh my God. Like, I'm like, been, like <laughs> pissed my pants. And it was like emo music too. Like, every song I'd be like, how's this about me? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And like, yes. I, that was such a like huge crush. And then now it's like, gone and he like i don't know and not to drag him like i don't know what he's doing but it's like it's not there it's not there anymore sorry max but very like reading powerful yeah the like physiological response of what like while reading what the description was i was just like that to me really stood out as like Mm -hmm. such a profound crush sticks with you yeah yeah okay your brain's like "Ah!" ever stalk anyone (laughs) well no i maybe have my first one that i know is is like a character yet again um and it is another toe yeah another toe that popped (laughs) out uh no it's billy elliott who played jamie bell like truly I had, I've, I still have a crush on him because of that role. I, but I also, like you said, like I wanted to be him. I remember in that movie, he wears like little, like, um, 
what do you call just like uh, just a leotard? Like uh, not when he's tidy whities. I'm like, what? Like, what's the not inappropriate version <laughs> of those shirts that are white and? <laughs> Oh, like, like white tank top? Shirts? White tank top. Why couldn't I think of that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Thank oh you. yeah, I yeah, didn't want to say the bad way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, anyway, he would have like a yellow one and I like made my mom go buy me some of those and I would like <gasps> put them on and honestly feel like him and I just was like obsessed with him and his character. And were you, were you able to be like, I'm obsessed with Jamie Bell? Or was it like, I'm obsessed with Billy Elliot and I like, you mm. like, you were like, you were old enough to be like, I was like, old enough, but I didn't really think about it. I think I was just so infatuated with the idea and the aesthetic and everything about him as a character, but as an actor as well. But like the internet wasn't as, as accessible. So I didn't like know much about him. As yeah. An actor. I mostly knew the movie. Billy Elliot <laughs> is so good. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like it such is. a nice story where like his th- his straight best friend is like or no sorry he's, he's the straight. straight best friend and he's like such a good straight man who he's like, a Max mm. Gorgeous to yeah. his friend. yeah exactly. <laughs> I remember watching that movie as a kid and being like okay and then at the end when he's like the fully grown oh, um, like belly I'm like oh! like I remember being like like it's like going from like five miles per hour to like suddenly two hundred I was like ah! like thrown <laughs> off the back of the jet ski just like holy shit I know it is such a and it happens so abruptly because like yeah. Dad like is the same actor, and like yes. the brother is the same actor, and suddenly it's just like this man. Yeah, and they <laughs> gave them like a little bit of like gray powder in their hair. Like it's not that obvious yes. that we've aged twenty years. I did not like yes. seeing him as a man. I I think cut that out. Really? Because it made me feel like because again you have all these like you don't for me like interesting like oh yeah. he's such a little boy and then all of a sudden it's like yeah all of a sudden he's like girthy and you're like yeah. <laughs> with like chest hair yes. yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, I totally feel that. Um, my first crush or my like weird crush response is my first grade teacher, Ms. Mahutsky. She was like, I was like, like, she, she like, she had a very strong face and like short brown hair. She always wore a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey to class. Oh my god! I don't think I. I don't think I knew that I like. I I only. It's like when I looked back and I was like, oh, okay, because I was like, you know, always wanted to be like Miss Askey. Do you like need help at recess? You know, like try to like be, Be you know, like there. Yeah, exactly. And then I remember once, like her husband came to the classroom, and I remember being like. The fuck is this? <laughs> like for no reason, like literally like, no reason. Six me, years sir. old. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> you're not allowed in the class. Um, you're not a teacher. I don't report him. Here. Are strange you a parent? Man. Strange yeah, man. Strange man on campus. Unfortunately, there is a stranger. Yeah, <laughs> pulling the fire alarm. Yeah. Get away from her! Oh my gosh. Yeah, do you literally. think that looking back and thinking just about teachers in general, do you think that maybe she might like? Do you think teachers ever know if students kind of have little crushes? Oh, not for like sexual sure. crushes, but those kind of like. I I have I was a teacher and I had like you, little you knew. kids who yeah because it's not yeah, yeah the certain ages but where like that's it's not, not fair sexual. to say that it's a crush but they're yeah. like yeah they're acting like yeah that. it's that thing where you know there's some kids I feel like I've always been like I love authority figures and I'm going to be the very best student yeah. you ever had you know it's like that student council energy you know? yeah um. And uh, I I went to school for teaching pre-K through grade six for a couple of years before I switched into other stuff in university. And I worked in classrooms with kids. And there's some kids who just are like, um, do you um, watch TV? You know, they just like <laughs> want to ask you questions and like talk to you and be around you. And um, they just are like, I'm forming this bond with you. And I just think you're nice and cool. You know, that kind of thing. It's so sweet. And yeah, cute. That so, so that's also cool. always so um, harmless and innocuous. You know, these like just like little cuties being like, yeah. um, um, 
you were a pink yesterday and so here's a pink card for you oh. you know like cute shit like <laughs> yeah. that and um, it maybe yeah. is like a, like a form of like a quote unquote crush but you're right it's yeah. like yeah. when you're it's an innocent. adult and you look at it it's like adorable it mm-hmm. is innocuous and it is like yes. they might grow up and be like I love DJ, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but they are so really excited. just giving you a little heart and they don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. No. Okay, joking. I want to talk um, about this other thing, which is wild, which, like, for married couples, and because we understand that oxytocin, it, oxytocin as a hormone is involved a lot with crushes and especially with, like, long-term relationships mm-hmm. and definitely, like, less of the lusty ones and more of the actual, like, let's make baby ones. Mm-hmm. There's mm. nasal spray of oxytocin called Oxylove or oxytocin nasal spray. And they give it to couples and then put them in fMRI machines and study their brains and find that. It, and, okay. Also, all these studies are so heteronormative. We always talk about this on Inside Science, but it's like you can never, they are never going to like. So in this case, they were studying men's brains, shooting them with <laughs> nasal spray of oxytocin <laughs> and then making them look at photos of their wives who they've been together with for longer than five years and they would have an increased activity in their brain that was like related when to attraction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like these things are all controlled by our brains, but I also was like, that is a interesting <laughs> thing so that like could weird. become popular slash maybe some people use. That feels like a full on drug. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah but like, like, I, I want to feel in love with you today because you're pissing me off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> snort, snort. Yeah. But I mean, and that's like, like what we it's do. It's a medicine. literally like pumping you with hormones. Like, isn't that, you know what I mean? And there must have be like significant impact of that if you were to do that very often. But okay. <laughs> but like, uh, like we're about to go eat edibles for like on our Friday okay. night dinner. And like that sometimes <laughs> makes us a little bit like nipple perky horny. Like there's things Fair. that like, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's, it's interesting. No, like we right. pass you're judgment right. on something. I'm not, not judging others. it. No, I'm more just like thinking of even like when people take like steroids and stuff and obviously when you do these things in like large amounts even weed like yeah don't weird. you only are in love when you're yeah. snorting you, and people people get addicted to like pornography and stuff because you yeah. start to like build these yes. associations with yes. like the best highs and if you can't get there then but obviously that's interesting it was more about them trying to learn about the pathway of oxytocin and cool. crushes and in long term sort of like monogamous like love but yeah, I love right. I love the people running these studies are like, you know, like giving them these things. I mean, like, look at a picture of your wife and get a boner, you know, like, like are the ones where they were like judging like the lust versus whatever. It's just these guys being like, OK, into the MRI machine and you're coming out with a fucking huge boner. All right. All right. You know, it's like so fun to run these studies. That and just was, I know. Be, like, and they're like in an MRI machine. They're just like laying down in this weird. Truly so claustrophobic. And yeah. actually, when you're in an like, MRI don't machine, you feel sexy, your crotch is. <laughs> what's out like yeah they're like boners. <laughs> <laughs> their boners are out oh my god they're like can you tell if anything's happening nothing's showing up on the skin it's just like looking to see it's like, oh no it's <laughs> super like, yeah, hard yeah. it's working it's working yeah <laughs> it's like her oh, gown is man. soaked all the way through yeah it's working yeah. <laughs> oh my god uh, it, it is so weird to think about these but it is cool like that they actually are they study that i know i think about um sort of like neuroscientists and neurophysiologists and like just being like oh you know it's the ventral tegmental area that turns on when you're like have a crush and i'm like it could be so i'm i know so many of these people aren't annoying they're just like very intelligent people mm-hmm. but like being you know what i mean like to have everything broken down by like the portion of your brain that's active could become right. so oh, totally. like be just like oh like this beautiful forest view they'd be like oh well it's actually just you know don't yeah it's right. you recognizing the color green and understanding <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah evolution right. yeah literally <laughs> yeah no i love that it's like here's all the science behind this crush and i'm like i want to fuck philatides from hercules <laughs> <laughs> like is the result like it's like crazy yeah, you're like i don't know <laughs> 
<laughs> would, would, would you guys ever like go in a study like that? Like, would you ever mm. let them shove that up your nose? And A, do you think people know? Yeah. Like, do you get told what's even going up your nose? You probably don't. Yeah, you probably don't. That's true. <laughs> and there's definitely people oh like placebos. Would you do I it? I probably would only like to just like, I, f- I feel like, you know, in the same way that like I love horoscopes, I love when people just sort of like tell me about myself. They're like, this is what's <laughs> all going on up there, you know? I love that, that horoscopes like, yeah. is like the equivalent of like <laughs> shoving hormones up your That's nose. science to me is horoscopes. <laughs> I, I just like imagine I just come in hard. I'm like, actually, that is a science. I'm <laughs> debated with you for the rest of the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's those, one of those things where it's like, you know, it's the same fucking shit with like Myers-Briggs tests or whatever that you're mm-hmm. like, I want to know what my little special thing is yeah. you know it's nice. oh, what it, celebrity yeah. i'm like it makes you think yeah, about I, it more it makes you i think i would definitely do it and sometimes i wonder like where are these people recruiting because like recruit me i'd be yeah i've never, me up. Been recruited. <laughs> yes. I've never like you know what i mean how do you yeah. find out about these things mm-hmm. all, i think we should probably know that <laughs> i know i feel like we should know that it's crazy that we don't I sometimes see those like ads on the subway i don't know if they still are because the subway has been canceled but um <laughs> right they would be like they would be like you would go they would pay you money to go smoke weed and do it like a driving simulation there was like a yes. round when like we i remember being like i would love to and do that, that. Was, I guess. yeah <laughs> like that sounds fun like, it's like smoke weed and play mario kart like down yeah i know i had some friends in university who were like really broke who would find studies through like the university portal yes they do that those ones yeah. being like you're looking at a screen but you're drawing with a thing down there and it's like seeing your cognitive ability i also had a friend who was like i'm really broke i'm going to quebec city and taking a bunch of drugs for three thousand dollars and i'm like okay maybe never see you again have fun <laughs> yeah like maybe he's alive he is alive okay okay, okay, okay. well that's yeah. happening now a lot that's of people a big taking thing. psychedelic vaccines. studies oh my Lots gosh yeah on trials true. like tens of thousands of people right now in these trials so and yeah God that's true like, we, yes. and we need them <laughs> they're vaccines yeah okay. we're on this other side being like would i let someone put a love hormone in my nose there's people like literally getting covid injected into their eyes <laughs> 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 yes. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Do you have more? Because I also want to ask. Well, another I'm trying to figure out then. if mine, like the stuff, other stuff I wrote, was kind of related to addiction and obviously, yeah, like, that people yeah. really truly go through withdrawal and how it is. It is like I don't know. We've kind of kind of touched on everything that I. Have. Yeah, like romantic love shows psychological behavior and biochemical characteristics to addiction, which is which is in well, that sort of like world of like that used to think it was a disease. They've decided right. it's not a disease, <laughs> but it can. Because it can, yeah, it says mood, it can create mood swings, craving, obsession. Oh, and obsessive compulsive oh, disorder. that's literally, yeah. we're the same. That was the one last thing I was going to say is that it's linked to serotonin, uh, reduction in serotonin when you're attracted to somebody. And it says like obsessive compulsive disorder, people who have that also have low serotonin. So they think that when you're falling in love or have a crush, like you're kind of obsessive. Which I can relate to that obsessive part. It's like wild and it is overpowering Mm -hmm. and it is. Oh, totally. Like probably especially as a teen. Yeah. The most intense feelings I think I've like, ever have oh my god yeah you're like ready like your first ever crush you're like ready to romeo and juliet you're like it's time for us both to die together like it's bananas how intense to get about it like my first ever um high school or like my high school boyfriend who i had like my first relationship with we met at this like religious thing okay just like uh my dad's Jewish. My mom's Catholic. I'm not okay. very religious now, but it was that phase in high school where I was just like, I love God and Jesus. Oh, is for my sure. Husband. I'd be like, I'm, I lost I'm my shoes. I pray to find my shoes. I find my shoes. I'd be like, Okay, we believe. Like, yeah, it was, like okay, God is here. God is with us. God's in the room. Yes, of course. And we met at this like 
thing called the Salesian Leadership Retreat, which is basically like going and playing a bunch of like improv group games. And then at night they're like, okay, now everybody confess the worst things that ever happened to you. We love you and you're okay. It's like this very, it's supposed oh. to be like loving environment. But then they're like, you know why you feel good? Because God. And we're all like, yes, oh. God helped us. But in reality, it's like just having a conversation. But it's, fine. it's totally fine. And people who, who, are, who love God, totally spirituality is important. I'm not shitting on that. I'm talking about my own experience. Anyways, that we met there where we're like, sharing these like hard things and then immediately after started dating and we're like obsessed with each other we're like we are going to get married and if we die first that's fine because we'll be together you know like that like insane like obsession (laughs) i think we dated for like nine months oh wow it wasn't even like a year though it wasn't even like that long but that's a long time i think for high school yeah Yeah, we were like i think 16 or yeah that's like a lot i think that's a long time yeah and um i we're still like in touch on instagram or whatever now hi mike you're so nice (laughs) you're so good guy um very nice person i think i don't really know what he's up to these days but he was very sweet at the time um but then you know I remember directly after when we broke up, it was like these months of like tumultuous feelings where you're like, that's the end. Mm-hmm. I experienced love and I let it go. Mm-hmm. And now a spinster at 17. You know, it's like <laughs> this belief that you're like, it's never going to be. And then, you know, it's also this surge of hormones. And then as you get older and you have more relationships, you're like, oh, it's fine. Actually, everything's fine. But <laughs> yeah, that for those first loves in the midst of like puberty and stuff, it's like, it's wild. It yeah. is spinning. I yeah. have such distinct memories of that. And just like being like bawling my eyes out to friends. And also I was in the closet and I was in love with this guy. And so I couldn't actually like they, mm. I don't know how no one knew I was gay because I'd be like I can't he got grounded for the summer I was like literally in so much turmoil being like but you guys don't understand I'm so close to him like to my parents to my friends and then that's why when I came out I was like why was anyone surprised like, you're all done <laughs> you're all the people like, who made 100 yeah, were you not paying attention yeah exactly <laughs> I know. Like, he just has a demon. He yeah, exactly. Demon. They were like, oh, yeah, get yeah, the semen yeah, out of his just eye. Just the bile. We're <laughs> yeah. just going to cut open your liver. Cry it out. Okay, so the last cross question I had was, I don't know if this is something that like we can really do with <laughs> maybe a question just for myself, but I find that I cycle through my number ones like in pop culture, like my number one attractive like person I'm attracted to right now. Like it used to be Jake Gyllenhaal. Like now it's not. Do you guys have number ones now, or is this just me wanting to say that? Like, yeah, in terms of crush attraction. (laughs) Yeah, or it's like you know what I mean, like because it kind of like you know, there's new, there's new people come up in the scene, there's new Mm -hmm. people in pop culture, and you're just kind of like, what's that? Oh, totally. Uh, Mine are Oscar Isaac. Okay, wait. None. Oscar Isaac. Um, who like uh, Inside Llewellyn Davis, um, X Machina, whatever. Yes. That, okay. And so hot in X Machina. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Chris from Christine and the Queens. Oh my God. Oh my God, Christine the Queen's She's so cool. Oh my God, I I have such, well, yeah. that's such a good one because I think that's a, yeah like like my queerness I like go like towards people who identify as men but I think Christine from Christine the Queen's is so hot and I have a lesbian friend who I always text with and I'm like this is the hottest person ever and it's like no yeah they are gender queer like yes so they're basically like hot. um like truly not that I know Harry Styles in her life but it's like the truly gay Harry Styles is kind of like how <laughs> yes I see them. yes because they're like amazing at singing they like are so funny they're like an amazing dancer they're so stylish that that like you know uh, taking clothes from every gender not really like giving a fuck um the confidence and then also too. yeah the confidence okay speaking french yes please like yes. all those things i'm just like oh and you make know? and like doing interpretive dance and it having it actually being and pulled it being off every good time. okay yeah i'm like no i, like, I hate yeah. interpretive dance <laughs> yes, like i hate I'm it like, i think it's stop. the cringiest thing ever 
yes, whenever yes. they do it, I'm like, holy yeah. fuck, flood my gates. It's nuts. They're amazing. And then, yeah, Oscar Isaac is just that, like, that classic, like, um, like gorgeous, deep set, like calm, emotional eyes, but then like looks like very strong and like <laughs> capable. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like that, like just like that classic, like he's old Hollywood handsome kind of deal. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. seems That's, really like like grounded and, and like chill and sensitive. Yeah. 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 That those are yeah. such good ones. You got those so fast. Good job. Yeah, good I, job on this test you passed. Do you ha- I I feel like <laughs> I'm not that tap. Mine is Bad Bunny. Street. I'm like oh, obsessed. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh my God. I've been obsessed like with him for probably a year and a half with his music. But then now he's just like playing with like you know, gender, like dressing up as a woman, yes. just like wearing like everything about him. I'm just like, okay, you need to like stop. Like I'm so like, attracted to him. <laughs> he's like, so he has that magnetic, sexy charisma. Like there's some people who you meet and you're just like, oh, you're like sexy. Like there's something just like crazy sexy about you, whatever. He's one of those people for sure. I'm going to Google. I bet he's a scorpion. No, what? Yeah. Chris, there's like, <laughs> there's like a thread between Christine and the Queens and Bad Bunny as like pop culture, like iconography that is like mm-hmm. they're sexy in similar ways. Like they're, they're like, a little really bit confident. mysterious, so confident. And they do those like out of the box things that are really hard to pull off that like what you were saying earlier, where it's like, is it a crush or do I want to be you? It's like, like that's kind of both of them. It's like, uh, like I would love to be able yeah. to pull off any of the things that you're doing, but I don't think that I could. You're oh, totally so that, hot. Like, rock and I want star- to that, that like star power um, yeah. that they just like blast and they don't have like dumb Canadian or American accents that are like, yeah I, I know like, they're, like, they're sexy but, but. because they are yeah exactly I honestly can't think of one I, I'm so bad at recalling and I'm not that tuned into like modern pop culture it's like still Jamie Bell <laughs> like actually like you would probably know if you could name other people like who else would it be it's honestly Jamie I Bell I always like if I see like a um, paparazzi photo of Jamie Bell I send it to you yeah oh there's like that guy from Survivor oh no he's not like a crush he's just so sexy oh my god yeah and he has an only oh who just uh, a guy who was on a season of Survivor who now has an OnlyFans, and so my friend is always sending me photos from that OnlyFans, and it's like actually insane but it's not like he has an interesting personality necessarily yeah yeah, he's like, he's, right. he's lust. He's, he's testosterone yeah, he's the and last estrogen. One. Yeah, <laughs> and but, his yes. name's literally like Michael. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, <laughs> dude named Michael used to ride motorcycles. Man, there you Nikki go. said it. Yes. He oh my god, well, that's like does he? Yeah. Really? Yes. <laughs> Nikki he was talking about him. So somebody else yeah. goes on the only. Well, he dated Nikita yes. Dragon, the influencer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like those people are like you know it's like a Chris Evans where you're like you're objectively hot like yeah. everyone can oh. all be like you're hot and you're nice. I don't get. Really? I don't. Yeah, Greg Chris doesn't Evans. like. Her. What about Chris Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth can. Oh my God, cut me in half, split me left, yeah. right, and center, rip my balls off. Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> I find so hot, and I and I subs- I subscribe. I'm a 50 year old. Really? Woman. I subscribe to his see, Instagram. I that that uh, it's not. It yeah. doesn't connect for me. Yeah, well, I don't. That's so weird. I don't know why I have st- such strong feelings that Chris Evans is not. But attractive. it's also like they're both Chris's, right? And they're yeah, both it's like such blonde, a Chris. Blonde, ripped, blue-eyed Chris's, and you're just like. Same, same, but yeah. very different. <laughs> know what That's it is? True. Chris very Hemsworth different. once took a photo 
and posted of him like lying. It's it's like ass in the air, bottoming the most incredible it's like bottoming like, position I've ever seen. Because he's the type of athletic where it's like you clearly are act like actually have like agile and could like climb. A like tree your ass has biceps. Yes. <laughs> yes, and like where and like the Chris back Evans, dimples and whatever. Yeah, I feel like Chris Evans. You could like tap him on the shoulder and he'd fall over. Like he's not actually oh, agile. Oh shit! Okay, I, I think, think I could beat reasons... up Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah, you're like I not only do I not want to fuck Chris Evans, I want to kill him. <laughs> You're like, he's actually my enemy. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Okay, this has been so fun. Yeah. Thank you so it was much. So fun. Come out on the pod to, to chat Thank crushes and a bit of science. So DJ, mm-hmm. I want people to go and find you on Instagram because you're so funny. You're doing all these amazing oh. sketches. So what is your Instagram? Uh, my handle on both Instagram and Twitter is at DJ Mausner, D-J-M-A-U-S-N-E-R. On Twitter, my name is DJ Mausner slash 1-800-FIGHT-ME. So yes, if you see that, that is me. That is me. That is such um, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like uh, in the Zoom hellscape, I have not been doing many live shows. But yeah, I'm 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 still managing to be stupid and record it and put it up on my social pages. So oh, there okay, is your recent <laughs> sketch about like the guy who's a stoner or who likes weed. What, what, what was the like tagline? Uh, your friend who just got into weed yeah. yes it's <laughs> so good it's so funny thank so you. yeah thank go you. check those out thank you so much will for... you come back on the pod as mary curry <laughs> uh yes 100 percent. i would be okay, more than and happy no, we're gonna do we're gonna do rosalind franklin and mary curry and we're gonna teach the history of them and like halfway through we're gonna be like we're gonna put a sound effect that's like and you're gonna like turn into the other one <laughs> yes i love it two bad bitches sharing a podcast yes. <laughs> that's gonna be the name of it thank oh, you well, thank so, so much, much. Thank, Thank you. you everyone for listening. Uh, feel free to hashtag side note podcast. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.